Good morning, evening, afternoon, um, full moon, less of a full moon, the crescent moon, whatever time Whenever. you guys are listening to us. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining Drunk Discussions podcast, where every week we get drunk and discuss the wildest, most outrageous conspiracy theories out there. In this episode, though, we're going to be talking about a theory about a, a theory of group of trolls that have been living secretly in the forests of North America for centuries. We'll be discussing the origins of the theory, the evidence or lack thereof supporting it, and what it could be, what it can mean if it turns out to be true. So grab a drink, join us as we dive into the world of drunken conspiracy theories. Cheers. Does Cheers. that sound? Um, did that sound read out? Did it, it did. sound like I was reading sound, the script? It, it sounded a little read out, but it's it's okay. Well, you sound like shit, so I don't know. Maybe that's on my end. Um, we are both hungover. We're drinking coffee this morning. Uh, did you top off your coffee with anything, Paul, other than Alua. semen? Kahlua oh. and uh, I have this Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. Um, great. That sounds great really stuff. good. Yeah, that sounds really good. So there's a reason why that set, uh, sounded a little red out, and I will get into that. This is a mind-changing, life-changing, biggest thing since 1943 to happen to humanity. 43? What happened in 1943? Enola Gay. That was the biggest thing. I was going to say like landing on the moon, but I mean, I guess we can go with that. When it comes to changes to humanity, I think dropping a bomb on a country is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I, this might be bigger because we're going to get into that and discuss it. Oh, my um, God. But this is about to be some crazy ideas. Um, Connery's obsessed with it. That's all I, I say. I'm terrified. I am so happy. But I want to talk about Trolls because I did watch that new movie that dropped on Netflix. It is a dub. But uh, it is a fucking win. It was a great movie. If you haven't seen Trolls yet. I have not seen Trolls yet. Just pop. Just pop, dude. It was so good. So good. Yeah. I was like, oh, this at the ending is good. But it's also like, yeah, that that was going to happen. The sun always rises. Uh, Anyways, let's roll that intro. What happened was we we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You can tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. All right, welcome back. So, let's talk about these trolls, motherfucker. So, according to, the to your theory, mom about that, like, you know, don't, don't involve her. Mother, oh, <laughs> fuck. I am hurting right now. Yeah, I know. I can tell we both are. So this is drunk discussions, but we're we're drinking the hair of the dog that bit us because <laughs> yeah. last night last night was a long one and it hurts. But uh, so I had a I had a Chris, a white elephant. I had a white elephant. I went to a buddy's white elephant, right? Um, and we all brought gifts, and you know some of them were funny. I mean, there was fucking butt, vibrating butt plugs in the gift mix. There was edibles. There was all kinds of shit. I I put in a bottle of bourbon and a bottle of wine wrapped nicely. A he and her gift set. Connor, do you, do you know what I probably went home with? You know what I went home with? Probably an edible and a butt plug, if I had to guess. And you're probably on that both was of them now. That was my goal. That was my goal. But I ended up with a goddamn soap dispenser. Soap? Is it like automatic, at least? You no! Just I was like, bro, this is like a $60 limit. And I, think I, I got a fucking soap dispenser. I they went so to pissed. the Dollar Tree, spent a dollar twenty-five, and they are like, yeah, this is under 60 bucks. So, it was really funny because one of my friends, Dylan, is he, he's just something else. But they, he, he had a box of cigarettes and the girl opened it. She's like, Dylan, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, just open the goddamn cigarettes and there's just money in there. I was like, that's very original, asshole. That is good. That's good. What, so, uh, so is a white elephant gift? Is it like you, everyone opens okay. the okay. gifts and then Here people we go. go like and steal the gift? So the history of a white elephant, right? It started back to India. Uh, a prince would give away a white elephant. And in Indian culture, elephants are extremely sacred. A white one, even more so. 
So then the person could not refuse the gift because it's a high honor for to be given an elephant, let alone a white one. And But the thing is, is then you have to feed it, have 24-hour care, have someone take care of it. So that when they would give these white elephants, it would actually cause the person who was receiving the gift to go broke. So that it's like a, it's like a slap, backhand slap in the face kind of thing. Um, so that's why white elephant gifts are supposed to be like funny or like, you know, non-usable, but like in a creative different way. So people nowadays will like wrap it in duct tape or, you know, make it very extremely hard to open um, things along those lines. But uh, yeah, the, the buck plug and gummies were what I was going for. You're like, man, I would have started this podcast with a plug up my ass and high off my tits. Yeah. You just hear me over here vibrating. I can do this. I went to a uh, company Christmas party last night and Lauren, Lauren had a good time. We brought the baby with us. It was a beautiful house. Saw um, that. It was amazing looking. Dude, the fucking porta or not the, the outhouses were like, I was in a five-star restaurant bathroom. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It was a beautiful place. We had a great time. Drank a Who's- lot. Whose house was it? It was like your owner's? No, it was an Airbnb. It's called the Hayes. Oh, so and they made it that way to look like a resort in a sense, because it looked like a resort. Yeah, no, it had its own little private pond slash beach. It had um it had like everything. four different cabanas. It had yeah. everything. It was the bar was great. We had food catered. And I got trashed. Um every like every when I was leaving, we left at 10. There was already two people passed out on the floor in the bedroom. That's like, a fucking party. Yeah, no, I, I do need to come work with you. Shit. They probably didn't stop partying until about 5 a.m. Oh, my. Oh. Yeah. Um, gifts were great. I ended up getting two awards. I got a four-year um, award for being here for four years and then uh, a million-dollar salesperson award with, like, a um, trophy. It was pretty cool. First time yeah, I've gotten you got to you got to put that in that man den of yours now. You got to have, like, a trophy set. Lauren wants me to display them in like the public atmosphere in our house. Yeah, so that's people good walk by. Like the man cave is sacred. Nobody's allowed in here, like other than my baby and maybe my German shepherd. That's about it. You all right? You dying? Yeah, no, I'm 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 dying, but it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's you want to okay. talk about trolls? Yes, I want to hear um more on this troll topic because like are you talking like actual humanoids or are you talking like Bigfoot shit. So I'm talking about um, just like the folklore of trolls, maybe recent sightings. Um, I did end up sending myself something. Is it like the Billy Goat Gruff thing, like a troll under a ridge won't let the goats pass kind of shit? Yeah, that's like like children's fair. Troll dolls. Are they like troll dolls? Like big beards, long weird hair, little tiny guys? Like, are we we talking like like that? Or are we talking like trolls like from lord of the rings these big ass ogre-ish looking fucking stone monster things yeah something like that and the reason why uh, i even got on the topic of trolls so before um the before i watched trolls right i saw this tiktok about a guy named andrew dawson so andrew dawson is a guy that was on tiktok he really wasn't like too popular but he posted a video that was crazy he posted a video of what looked like a large humanoid on a top of a mountain here in North America. Um, and he said, um, he posted another follow-up video that like, guys, I am being followed. The FBI are watching me. Um, I've got, I, I'm fearful for my life. And then he's, he's dead. He, there's a obituary for him, everything. So plenty of users have disappeared off the face of TikTok over the last few years, some in search of success elsewhere, and some due to natural causes of life. In this case, Andrew Dawson, a popular TikToker who amassed over 56,000 followers, kind of popular, all right? He's, he's yeah, better than us. Yeah. Uh, his disappearance has sparked a fair few questions from the viewers. They started back in May of 2022 when Dawson posted a video of a giant standing on top of a mountain in Canada, so North America. Um, his uncovering of the strange phenomenon led to the supposed interactions with the CIA, the Canadian S, uh, CSIS, as well as claims he was being stalked after the post. He also uploaded a post entitled, I'm Scared, where he informed viewers they might not see uh, him or posts ever again after that. So we have the actual video that he put out there. And well, it, can you share it, it so I can see this real quickly? Yeah, let me share yeah, this. I got to see this. I have to see this. This is going to be absolutely epic. I mean, we've always seen video. Is it good video too? Because like we've seen. Yeah, no, it's decent fucking video. Like, 
let me play this again for you. Oh shit. It's like we've seen the Bigfoot ones and everything else and the messy ones and nothing. Look at this. He's obviously using a Samsung. Look at that. I mean, if he had a 22 Ultra, though, he could it zoom moves. in on that bitch. It okay, moves. but how, how is that a giant? That could be a person up on that mountain. Bro, look. Did you see how far he zoomed in? That person right there is over 75 feet. Like, you get perspective. Look how far. Like, look at yeah, the that trees. Is far. That is far, far away. So he posted this video and then posted another video saying he's scared for his life. Um, since that post, Dawson I mean, has look not at been... him. I'd be scared for his life, too. He looks like a fucking gangbanging tool. Well, he, he's dead, okay? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad of, of Dawson. He doesn't look that bad. I mean, kind of gangbanging, but besides the point. Anyways, so he posted that saying, I'm scared. It sparked plenty of theories about his whereabouts. Dawson's last upload came out May 18th, and... Uh, when he once again questioned if some mil military operation was happening on the mountain in question. With the, this being TikTok, things have gotten pretty wacky, but it seems the full story may never be told. Dawson's obituary was posted on the Campbell River Mirror back in July, indicating he passed away. Um, while some TikTokers have continued to theorize about his disappearance, claiming the videos weren't real in the first place, plenty of others have offered their condolences on their passing, except for Paul, where he calls him a game-banning fuckstick. Um, not, okay, well, like, I'm just saying based off his looks, that's it, not his personality. But here's my thing, right? If, how do we, there's no way he never zoomed in, it's just this tall figure walking very, very far off on this tall mountain. It's look, obviously something moving, but what if it's like, if it is a, a CIA, right, or FBI or SIS, what if it's like a giant Meg, like a fucking robot that we've designed or something that they're working on, that they're putting up in the mountains to test it? I mean, how do we well, know it's a troll? Well, so, okay, we don't. But it's a hu it's humanoid by appearance. It moves. Uh, yeah, sure, could be that. But I don't know, dude. Like, so it starts with, he was stopped by the CIA. He had, like, recorded conversation with him. Here's him in his truck. Um, I think this is the one where he's... So, let me ask this then. Other than him, is there any other occurrences of troll-ish sightings in this area before? Did you see if there was anything else activity-wise being reported in this area? Um, no, I haven't done that much research, but I saw this and I, I got into it as much as I could, but that's about it. But yeah, he hasn't <laughs> had... He has gained more followers since he died, though, so that's pointless. Oh, it's yeah. Like, so, I mean, his family... follow a dead guy, you know? He's not a... He's not posting anymore. Yeah. Um, um, but here's the thing, though. All right. If there was going to be a humanoid creature, I think the American Northwest um, would make the most sense. I mean, we have Bigfoot sightings all the time. The forests is not. There's a large, large section of British Columbia and, and you know, like Northern American that has not been explored, really. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of woods. Especially a lot. in Canada. Mm hmm. So, I mean, like, do I think it's a possibility? Things possible. We didn't even, I think people forget that for a long time, we didn't know about mountain gorillas. Mountain gorillas? Yes. Like, we, we didn't know about them. That was a new discovery in the 80s, I think is what it was. It was the are they still, 80s. Are they still alive or are they? No, no, no. They are. We just didn't know about them. We just all of a sudden heard about these large ape like creatures in the middle of the Congo. And oh, we okay. sent explorers in and found out, like, oh, there's a whole species of, you know, primates living there. Imagine if they could evolved the same. to a long-haired, like, polar bear-type version of that. That would easily be the, the theory of a Yeti, right? Absolutely. Are you pulling it, like, up a picture up right now? I'm, I'm pulling up shit, yes. Okay. Well, anyways, so for the people that don't know what a troll is, or, you know... A, Bigfoot, you know, yetis, they're all kind of the, around the same spectrum, but trolls are a mythical creature that have been part of folklore storytelling for centuries, often depicted as large, brutish creatures with love for mischief and causing chaos. Trolls have been sighted in various locations around the world, but it primarily dates to Scandinavian folklore. Trolls are said to live in the mountains and forests of Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. So, to counterpoint myself on the whole gorilla thing, so it was 1902, so it was oh. a lot farther than, but 
up until that point, we found their skulls and we were saying that these were extinct humans, you know, not humans, but apes, primates around this area. And we, and then in 1902, we're like, holy shit, there's actually like, they're alive. They're in this area. So, I mean, I just think it's harder now because we have the technology we have, the people we have, everyone's got cell phones. But again, if they're in a remote area and there's already only a small amount of them now, already existing because of climate and environment and stuff like that who knows is it a possibility sure is it likely very but or is it unlikely very unlikely um but you never know you never know there can be we we discover new species all the time and that's why a lot of people think like you know bigfoot or sasquatch the yeti are all possibilities they're all you know a descendants or primates of you know, us potentially, they could be like the missing quote unquote missing link. Um, so if we find a troll quote, what is, what is maybe a saying, if it is a troll, what if it is like Sasquatch or something? Well, there's, there's conspiracy theories out there though, that suggest trolls have actually just been watching human civilization from the shadows because trolls are known for being able to blend in to their environment, almost like a camouflage, whether that they lay on the ground and they're able to like camouflage their skin to look like a pile of you know, rocks. sticks, leaves, rocks. Um, they can shape shift into rocks and trees to avoid detection. Uh, they also said to have a deep understanding of magic. That's what they're using to protect themselves. But uh, some people of believe magic. Yeah, magic. Okay, so we're gonna believe that magic exists. No, I don't know about that one. I mean, I've seen magicians, and they're not very magical. They're kind of weird. I have a buddy of mine who's a magician, and it's all sleight of hand and like stuff like. They're, I mean. Would I would it be cool if a magic really did exist, like a dark magic regular? But would it be cool? Yeah. As Santa Claus but, says, again, believing is seeing. Seeing is believing. No, believing is seeing. I think is what he says. Doesn't he say believing is seeing? Seeing is believing. I don't know. It relates to kids and adults. Anyways, some <laughs> believe though that these tr- these trolls. <laughs> are planning to take revenge on humanity for the damage we have done to the environment and the natural world. Others of believe, course though, they are. Uh, well, I mean, how, how far is a troll going to get? I actually have a story that was written, and I, I, we'll get into that. If the trolls would want to take over, they'd be fucked. There's probably yeah. not enough of them already, and we have tanks. Imagine, imagine a troll coming out of the woods, and he's like, Rawr, I'm a troll, and then basically America <laughs> goes... Goes, oh yeah, Wait. here's here's guns. <laughs> do, that, do that again. Rar. Rar. <laughs> I'm a troll. Yeah, they speak perfect English when they come out too. <laughs> Their trolls are supposedly pretty smart. They're empathetic creatures too. Mm. Um but yeah, people are believing that they're the trolls are waiting for the right time to contact and offer their knowledge and wisdom to humanity. But uh yeah, there's a few followers in that theory of, um, you know, trolls being, you know, oh, fuck, I got something in my eye. I mean, like, what's stopping us from, like, if we believe trolls exist, what about Ents? Well, I think a good way of proving that they exist is just burn down all the forests, and they'll be forced out of their the habitat. You can't kill the Ents, ents dude. Ents can move, right? Yeah, they're trees. They're like the giant trees that are people. All right, catch a force on fire, and if you see some a tree moving, you're like, "Oh fuck, (laughs) that's an end." What's crazy is there has been reports out west of firemen stating this, like they see a tree in a fire, just booking it, like running on fire, and I'm like, "Okay, well that's a little fucking creepy." But then obviously the only thing they find is burnt wood. It's because ants are trees. Ants are dead. (laughs) Ants are dead. Ants are now ash. No, that wasn't Ash Tree. Now he's he's just <laughs> You're <laughs> not a dad yet. You can't make those. The jokes. idea of these trolls are cool. Um, because we've seen I've seen videos before where um and probably many people have online where these tourists were looking and then they they, they pan their cameras and all of a sudden this mountain rock like closes and moves and then turns into the rubble and people go up to try to like touch and move this uh, almost like door like thing and they can't. So what if these trolls are living in the mountains? Well, that's like, kind of the, in them. That's the theory of uh, the, the movie troll of uh, we buried him there. But there is um, because trolls can supposedly smell Christian blood. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Uh, <laughs> always is. The fucking Christians got to make it always about them. Yep. Uh, but supposedly it smells Christian blood. So the Christians back in like the 1600s buried the trolls in the mountain. And I don't know. Uh, or one troll left one alive for some reason and killed the rest, uh, whatever. But some people are even saying, though, that trolls relate to North mythology. Norse mythology. North, North mythology. Yeah. What, what North mythology, Connor? Yeah. And also, um, it's not mythology now. It is theology because it is not a dead religion. People practice it. Well, okay. Anyways, you twat. Uh, so they're saying, like, uh, it's like Odin because Odin's, you know, sorcery and trickery. They're saying, okay, he, uh, yeah. Know, he is sorcery and trickery. Um, I'm going to correct you on this. <laughs> I'm good. Odin is the all father. Your father. Oh, Odin. Yeah, Odin. He's the all father. Trolls were often associated with God Odin, who is known for his cunning and trickery. Yeah, I guess he is kind of trickery. But when I think of, of theology and Norse paganism, I think trickery is more associated with Loki. Or Loki. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. But he had to get it from his dad, right? But uh, you are right. In their, trolls do exist in that, that, that theology because they had battles with them for, um, for Earth. Uh, well, and then on Midgard. So trolls, though, as far as life expectancy of trolls, like they just don't die. That's kind of the the concept until behind killed, it. Though, right? They until they're killed, killed. like yeah. elves, almost they can live forever until killed. Basically, um, some so are what, saying that the trolls here in do? North America, though, came over at, from a band of uh, Norse explorers who arrived in North America long before Christopher Columbus arrived here. So they um, brought these trolls over. On their um, fucking tiny ass boats that some they barely people, fit 30 people on. Some people say, though, that they were able to use land bridge. Um, See, that's more, that makes more sense. If, say, um, you know, before the Younger Dryas and during the, the, at the, the dawn of our Ice Age, so, you know, 11,000 years ago, if they walked across that, that would make more sense. Because that's how our theories of what we have as right now, as, as of now, obviously it's constantly changing, but our idea of how, um, humans or Amer like us as people got to the the Americas is from that land bridge. They followed the migratory patterns of caribou and bison and elk and all of this over to North America, and that's how they got here. Now there is new evidence that has come out that has changed that theory and completely put it on on its head. But as of right now, that is what we think is is what happened. So could a humanoid type creature? That wasn't us walk over that bridge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, even if it was like slightly underwater, you know, uh, I, there's other creatures that have been like associated with that bridge getting into America um, or North America continent. Um, like, what if bears? they're older than that, even though if they don't die, right? Yeah. And they don't, they don't die. What if it would, they were here and, um, during like Pangea and they survive cataclysmic events. This bitch don't like Pangea? Time. This bitch don't like Pangea, bro. Uh, They've been here since the dinosaur. Dinosaurs! Mm, like humanoid rock like creature. I mean, or those are more associated weird, with but, golems. But so. on, on your tin hats, you know, um, what if they're like you said magic? What if this magic, in a sense, is like um, a front? It stops us from seeing, you know, these other this other realm or creatures that are already living here amongst us. It's like a shield or a cloak that we as humans just don't see this. Like Maybe there's that's other why. animals other than this trolls. Like what if there are elves or fucking, you know, well, we have, I was going to say dwarves, but we have fucking dwarves. What if, and, and think about it like this though, all the stories that you were told basically were written when you were a kid, right? Because kids right. are, are susceptible. That's why they believe in Christmas. That's why they believe in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. Um, the Different kind fairy. of magic. but like All of this and, shit. Yeah. Because kids are, air quotes, you know, I'm just pulling this out of my ass. Kids are more likely to believe in that stuff and they forget it over time and they stop believing, which means they can't see. So right. maybe they, maybe back in the day, they told these stories to kids because kids were like the canary in the cage, right? They're like, oh, fuck, there's a troll coming. Town, evacuate. And then Christians were like, hey, let's kill I them. I mean, there's also, I mean, think about it this way. We, as a human species over the entire planet, there is always records of dragons, too. 
every Dragon single nuts. every single you know area of this planet at some point in our history has had people believing in giant lizard-like form flying fire-breathing dragons every right. single every single one everything from the yeah. aztec uh, asian culture the pyramids to asia to middle you know mid mid europe like to the the norsemen like everyone believed in a type of dragon i mean they had they had structures they had fortitudes to defend air, to aerial combat i mean or, or things coming from the sky we didn't even know how to fly yeah so yeah i i mean i think that there are definitely things that we just can't explain and we've talked a lot about that that's kind of our our job on this is to talk over things that are unexplainable and this is definitely one um, that is a weird looking humanoid creature that is on top of a large mountain in um is it was that BC then? Is that British British yeah, Columbia? Yeah, that was up in, in Canada. In, in British Columbia. And I mean, if he had a 22 Ultra though, he would have zoomed in on that bitch and caught, probably seen more, but he zoomed in far. He, yeah, he zoomed far. Um, and you're looking at the top of this mountain and what looks like to be just a dude walking on it. But when you zoom out, you really get a perspective, like when he did, like he's the size of those trees. Like yeah, this, this man is probably all of, or humanoid thing is all of a hundred and fifty. You could see the trees tall. at the bottom of the mountain, and they were small in compared to what was on yeah. the top of that mountain. And, and you're talking the top of the mountain <clears throat> is further away than the trees that were at the base of that mountain. Like, and I've seen those kind of pines before in oh, in yeah. life. I've drove by them, and those are those are not small trees by any means. I mean, you're talking seventy five to one hundred and fifty feet tall on top yeah. of that mountain. Yeah exactly about that about the same um, height as a, like a radio antenna the up there, only but... thing that makes it hard in perspective is obviously the top of these mountains don't have trees right so like you're having to like take that size guy and move him down and like eyeball a comparison um so i mean again it's just another shitty situation where our technology is just not there enough to like capture this situation which you think it would like we all have i have a phone that can see the craters in a moon but I'm not the one that's there to capture this moment. Like, if I was there, I'd have zoomed all the way in. All the way in. And then you would have been disappeared and Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. But then, obviously, I'd hope my friends like you and everyone else would be like, hey, we got to say something or stand up because, like, my boy just got, got suicided. How do I find another co-host that's as crazy no, and rambunctious no one, as you? No one can replace me, bitch. No. Um, <laughs> so, on the topic of technology... I want to talk about something that if the beginning of this podcast and a majority of the podcast sounded like I was reading from something, it's because I was a hundred percent of this podcast today has been generated by artificial intelligence. And that is fucking nuts. And it's crazy because this whole week he was sending us stuff on this, this, um, is it an algorithm technically that they use? Um, but this AI that is, you can type anything you really need into this and it'll work. He asked it to write a novel. It wrote a novel. He asked it to um, pretty much do his work for him, and it did his work for him. Like, it's insane. And that's what scares me. Connery's excited. This man is absolutely like, this is a milestone in human evolution. We have created something that can pretty much do our shit for us, which is what we do. Me, I'm over here going like, this is fucking Skynet. <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna to die, and this is the beginning. This is what does it. So let me go ahead and and read a little bit real quick, and then I'll get into the personal experiences and fears that I have. Okay. All right, send it. So, so I asked Chatbot this morning. I said, "Good morning. Please write a piece for a podcast segment about what you are and what you can do." And it went ahead, and within five seconds, I had this response: "Hi there. My name is Assistant. I am a large language module trained by OpenAI." As a language module, my primary function is to assist with generating human-like text based on the input I receive. This means that I can help with a variety of tasks, such as writing or editing, as long as they involve generating written text. In terms of what I can do, my abilities are largely determined by data that I have been trained on. This includes a wide range of texts from various sources, such as books, articles, and websites. As a result, I have a broad knowledge a uh, broad general knowledge base and can assist with a wide range of topics. One of my key strengths of language modules, like myself, is our ability to understand and generate natural language. 
this means I can assist with tasks that require a high level of fluency and coherence in written text. This is, can be especially useful for, for tax, uh, tasks such as writing essays, articles, or reports where the ability to express ideas clearly and effectively is essential. Another area where I can be particularly useful is editing and proofreading. My language processing abilities allow me to quickly and accurately identify mistakes in written text, such as grammatical errors, spelling errors, and incorrect punctuation. I can also provide suggestions for improvement, such as alternative word choices or rephrasings to help the text more readable and effective. Overall, a large language module trained by OpenAI, I am a powerful tool for generating and processing natural language text. I can uh, assist with a wide range of tasks that require fluency, coherence in written language, and the ability to understand and generate text allows me to provide valuable insights and suggestions for improving written content. So that's that. I wanna give you guys an idea of what the fuck that means. This is a artificial intelligence that has passed the Turing test. And Paul's ADHD has kicked in. No, no, I'm just looking shit up on it, honestly, as you're discussing things. So the Turing test is the ability for a human to determine whether it's uh, they are talking to a machine or a person. Everyone that has tested on this has said, no, I'm talking to a human right now. That's scary. This is a algorithm or this AI can speak any language. It can speak any programming language and it can build anything you ask it to. To give you an idea of how fucking terrifying this is, this artificial intelligence chat, GBT, somebody in six days was able to say, hey, write me a program that can predict trends in the stock market and buy and sell accordingly. And it has become very successful in the thousand percentile. Okay, you have artificial intelligence that is now basically said the stock market's a fucking joke. We can buy and sell easily, automatically. They had it, they they told the program to build it and it built it. I used it for my job. Um, people that are at work listening, just because I use this bot for my job does not mean my job's any easier. It just means I have the entire year planned out for me in 2023. How far do I have it planned out? I had it right. Uh, for starters, I had it generate a list of high-performing keywords, high-performing SEO variables, had it create a marketing budget, a marketing plan, a budget for each metric that is involved in that plan, social media posts for 30 days. Every single day, it gave me something to post about that's involved in our industry. And any area that it said, today, we're going to be discussing a blog, I don't want to write that blog. I had it write the blog for me. I have the entire year of 2023 processed out and it saved me thousands of hours. And I did it all in one hour. Which is insanity. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Aren't you a little scared that something like this would absolutely devastate like the marketing and, you know, industry in a sense, or would it just make it easier and you'd have less people doing it? So... To Regardless, I think it's going to take a hit. If this really grows like it does and people really start using it and industry uses it, I do see that the marketing field is going to shrink. I think there's going to be a huge disparity between people that are older and people that are younger. I think it's going to be very negative for younger generations that are coming into this because it does require a, a, an in, input to get an output, right? So you have to know and describe exactly what you're wanting to, you know, right. to, to get it to make it. It's so, Earl. And, and to give you an idea about homework, you can put in a complex thermodynamic equation into it, and in two seconds, you'll have the answer. And not only will you have the answer, you'll have the step-by-step -step breakdown of how it got to that answer. So people are going to be using this to cheat on their homework in college. Got it. To give you an idea of how advanced this is, the number one uh, essayed book in the United States is To Kill a Mockingbird. You know how many fucking essays of To Kill a Mockingbird exist? Oh, thousands. We've Millions. all had to do it. Millions, Everyone. Yeah. And it's on the internet. I, uh, the teachers use a bot, an artificial intelligence bot, that detects plagiarism, 
right? And they say, look, if it's under 20%, we'll say you wrote it. If it's over 20%, you obviously stole it from somewhere. I told this machine to go ahead and write me an essay, a complex essay on To Kill a Mockingbird. It came back at 1% plagiarism. What? So it took all this mass amounts of info and all these writings from all over the internet and was able to create something brand new, essentially. You could literally put the book of To Kill a Mockingbird in here and, oh, wait, that's crazy. Uh, that's that, right? You can also use this to your benefit. And I, and when I was talking about the disparities between old and young, young are going to be fucked because they'll probably rely on this for schooling. And I don't think they're going to get much educational use out of this. People like me, who's younger, can understand it, can put imp input data into this and look for that output, I think is going to be successful. We're going to be the type of people that say, hey, I am coming into your company with the backing of knowing how to operate artificial intelligence to make your company successful. Being a user and a front-end and back-end user for artificial intelligence, I think, will become a job position in companies. I think having somebody that knows how to use it to help that company is going to be a job. That's, that's a new job opportunity. The people, though, that I think are going to really fail are going to be um, programmers because you can have this write anything. I had it write me a um, front-end program on bodybuilding. Um, so I said, hey, make me a diet plan for a 250-pound bodybuilder that works out five times a week. It built that. It said, here's your meal plan. This is how I many calories. That. that was impressive. And then I Broke said, down it, everything. I said, put it in a table format. It put it in a table format. I said, okay. Um, and it, it builds on everything you say. So it gets to know you as you're talking to it. And then I said, uh, okay, you went ahead and you gave me a meal plan. Give me the ingredient breakdown and cost for the week for it. And it did that and it put it in a table format. So, I then said, wait, I then said, write me a front end program that I can go ahead and just update my weight and how much I'm working out to adjust the different variables and costs. It wrote me a program that I stored on my desktop and can open in my web browser and it it's interactive. I can go ahead and scale things in, scale things out. It gives me a new um a new diet. It gives me whatever I want. You I did that anything in five... into this yet that's like kind of over the top. Like have you just typed in it like can, how do I save world hunger? So I did and it said it, it said world hunger's um it was something along the lines of uh, it's very complex. There's a lot of variables that go into it, um, and it, and it's hard to really judge on it. But I did say, um, write me a children's book about the laws of thermodynamics, and it gave me characters, uh, character names, and it put it in a way that if you're reading it to a child, the child will be able to understand, oh, okay, these, these two friends, Timmy and John, are throwing a, a small ball to, back and forth, and as they throw the ball, the ball gets hotter and hotter. Uh, law of thermodynamics and it, it it went into a very easy to understand childlike book that Great i could publish thing, yeah. right now i could publish it and it's a written book um <laughs> and it's technically yours or i mean so that's crazy that's yeah. crazy it's my oh, dogs right goodness. now are, are killing each other i don't know what's going on out there it's okay my dogs are barking too they i can't hear them if it makes you feel better I, oh, you can't hear the dogs? No, barking. I can't. I can't hear oh, that's the dogs. Good. You're good. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Anyways, so this is AI. It's been out. Uh, let me give you some stats. So as of right now, time of recording, it's been out for eight days. In five days, it amassed 1.1 million followers. To give you an idea of how wildly successful this is so far, Instagram took 2.1 months to amass 1.1 million followers. Netflix took 41 weeks to amass 1.1 million followers. This is so successful, it beats out any social media platform and any other company that exists in five days. And it's free to use to the public. So who um, made this? Uh, so the people that made uh, made it was... Um, uh, that was a great fucking question. <laughs> I I, one I just don't have up right now. Wait, no, like, was it, it was I it a, a team in Silicon Valley that made this a singular dude in his basement or like a guy in his garage in the middle of the Midwest? Like who well, who does it was like, you know, this is a great idea to use AI to, again, make our lives easier. But that's the thing. That's how it always that's how it always starts. Right? We always make shit to make our lives easier. And then something happens like, well, open AI the fucking is the like, company. danger. 
Yeah, OpenAI is a company, and I don't know about that. Like, I think there's a chance that it can be. Like, you can have this create malware that is unbreakable. Like, you can have it create so, program-destroying programs. What is stopping me from saying that I want this AI to create another AI? Um, I don't know. Let me type that in. Um, no, create, you could be the reason. <laughs> create me a... Um, an AI friend you can talk to. Like, AI. what if they were able to communicate and next thing you know, because that's what happened. We had two companies, I forget the year, don't quote me on this exactly because I'm not a, I'm a pro on everything, but um, we may, I know there was two companies that made a artificial intelligent AIs and they put them in the same cyberspace together and they started creating and talking and making their own language and then we're talking about their creators and then they shut it off. Like, what is... That, I feel like that's something kind of almost dangerous. Like if you create something like this and then it makes something of itself and the next thing you know, you have multiple AIs able to communicate, that's scary. I feel like a, a lot of our viewers would be like, I would not feel comfortable with that. What is it? AW3, I think. It operates in AW3. Um, I think it's AW3 or it's Web3. I don't know. Uh, so I said, create me an AI friend that I can store on my desktop. It was a pretty basic question. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not capable of creating a physical AI friend for you to store on your desktop. I am a text-based AI assistant trained in providing information and answering questions the best of my ability, blah, blah, blah. So I said, write a program that can communicate text-based conversations that operate in AW3. And it's thinking right now, uh, you got to think, this thing has blown the fuck up. And I don't know if the servers are able to handle this many people. Um, they're going to be making it, yeah. Um, they are going to be making it uh, paid. So you'll have to pay for it eventually, but as of right now, it's free. So if you have ideas, um, you can also say um, uh, something along the lines of like concept creation. So uh, give me give me something you want to talk about or something that you have an idea for, and I'll put it in here. Just anything. Like we anything. could always do the what if questions and then have AI do them. Okay. Do that. Give me like, a list of funny. Or uh, give me a, give me 10 what if questions I can ask to my hun over buddy. Um, and uh, two minute request slow down. Yeah, this server is overloaded right now. Unfortunate because Sunday mornings, I guess all the God people right now are in church just playing with open AI. It's, it's, no, it's all the fucking Reddit users that are sitting at home with nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, here we go. What if you had just one more drink last night? Oh, well, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, what if you had stuck to your usual drink of choice instead of trying something new? You always try something new, though. I, uh, no, I don't. I drink bourbon, dude. <laughs> after, oh. after 49 episodes, what have I done? Drink <laughs> drink bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> What's in my coffee right now? Bourbon cream. Like, uh, it is what it is. I'm not... I'm not, I'm a creature of habit. Isn't this fucking crazy? It's like, I can use this from now on to generate every single question I, I'll never, I'll ever need to ask or Are need you saying that to. you don't want our listeners to message us in and give us questions, Connery? Our, our users need to start utilizing this to ask better questions is what I'm saying. <laughs> and yeah, you're not wrong. Oh my goodness. This is inc incredible uh, and terrifying. Again, so let me ask you this. What if... Since we're going to jump into that anyway right now, and yeah, we had some people love our what if stuff, what if this gets out of hand and this AI gets out of hand? That's a great question. And I, I don't think it's going to come to that point here in the next few days, maybe a few months. I think it's going to start getting out of hand. Uh, teachers are already like, oh, um, homework's gone. Like, no more homework's going to exist because there's no point. Kids have access to this, right? Right. Um, so it's, it, it did take, a, like, what, 40 seconds to generate that 10 list? But normally it's super fast. It's just servers are bogged down. Um, right now, think about it. This AI isn't doing anything right now because I haven't put anything into it, right? It only right. does it when you input information. Uh, but this it, is a, it's a mass AI, so it's, you have a million plus users. So it's constantly yeah. growing. It's constantly getting a million. Yeah, millions of people messaging it, talking to it. It's just going to constantly grow. So where is the point where it's going to potentially get out of hand? And is there anything to stop it? Like, I is, think... is there is there people that are working for this this company that made this AI that have safety features? They they I would hope they thought about that. 
But I well, mean, yeah, because you can't ask it to give you nuclear codes, right? It, there is limitations to this. And also, like, if a normal user were to hop in here and say, make me this, this, and this, but it's not specific, the bot's going to have trouble understanding it. So the idea is you build up to that point, right? So you say, um, you know, how many users are in Florida? Okay, that's one question. Gives you that list. It didn't have that list to pull from if you were to ask it a question of how many users can I market to in this in this area down to this. You have to build up to that point, right? So that's why the right. user has to kind of get familiar with this program to be so that's successful. Funny, actually, because I when I was in college, I used to have a um, it was a system that I had on my computer. It was through Norton and it would learn and grow off of my voice and it would it was a voice to text. So instead of me sitting there and typing out my my assignments. I'd have a microphone and I would speak into it and it would learn my voice and then automatically put in punctuation correctly, spelling correctly. And all I would have to do is sit down and talk. Um, so like if we, that was in 2014. So, I mean, if I, if they were able to do that, then think about now with this kind of technology we have, it, it's going to learn you, you're going to well, sit gotta... there and it's going to learn everything you type into it. Well, think about it like this. So say this is one tool that you can use in a household right so you everyone already has a voice assistant in their house of some sort whether that be right. their phone or an alexa, alexa device yeah. google you name it imagine this being built into that now take it a step further and say let's have a 3d programmer in our house or a 3d printer in our house that is also on this so you can say um hey chat gbt you know uh model a concept design for a new um, complex toilet paper holder and it's like okay here's the design printing starting now and it just prints it up for you and you've got what ai just built you a new product right um okay. now imagine taking a step further and using this to put together different pieces and programs to create a, a complex way to print food right so next thing you know you've got um different flavors, different, all these different things um, the generate food. So like Star Trek, right? Where they go up to it and they're like, hey, make me a hot chocolate with... Uh, yeah, that was a matter around. converter though. Like if, I mean, in five, 10 years, who knows how long it'd be there. That'd be awesome to be like, hey, create me, um, you know, an idea, a rough idea of how to do that. And it pops out this rough idea. We'd still have to make it. Um... Let's see. Create me a concept for a matter converter. Uh, we'll see what it says. The systems are pretty bogged, like I said. but uh, And it's still very new. But all okay. I'm saying is if it's already at a million users. It's like that too and it's right now, probably. Yeah, two million users. And people are starting to hear about it. People listen to this podcast. People around the world listen to this podcast. Surprisingly, they're going to want to jump on this. It's just going to constantly grow. It's going to constantly learn us as a human species. And what's, I mean, I would just hope that the company has a, a fail safe, like has something in as a security measure. Cause like, that's the one thing that scares most of us is that we create something that gets away from us, something that we cannot control. Like it finally grows to a point where it's able to jump into our network and is unstoppable. It can stop our grids, stop our satellites, do what it wants to, but do I think it would ever, take a malicious intent i hope not but like these are things these are what if questions you know what if it did that this is like skynet you know idea all over and i think that's what majority of people especially my age who grew up watching like terminator and all this stuff is like where's where's the limit that this thing is is stopped at or is there no limit is the ceiling constantly growing that's i it, i mean obviously it's constantly growing you, you think about it seven days ago this um oh, like you could you goes. could theoretically ask it right like what if um or is there a possibility that humans could live for 200 years what would we have to do like in it after a while learning us it would have to print out this algorithm or this sheet of what we as a human species would have to do to be able to live 200 years Okay, so I said create a concept for a matter converter. A matter converter is a hypothetical device that is capable of converting one form of matter into another, obviously. For example, it could be used to turn a piece of wood into metal or plastic into food. The specific details on how a device are not clear, uh, but it would likely involve some sort of advanced technology that is capable to manipulate the fundamental properties of matter at a subatomic level. I said explain subatomic in a formula. 
um, which is probably the wrong way to ask that, but I am not a fucking engineer. Oh, fuck, it's doing it right now. <laughs> okay, uh, so at a subatomic level, matter is made up of tiny particles, so it explains it. In a formula, the subatomic composition of an atom could be representative as followed. So it's saying atom equals proteins, neutrons, electrons. For example, the subatomic composition of a carbon atom, which has an atomic number of six, could be represented as followed. Carbon equals six, comma, six, comma, six. So it's, it's, uh, the devil. Uh, science is the devil. Uh, this means that a carbon atom has six proteins, six neutrons, and six electrons. The exact arrangement and movement of these particles at a subatomic level is complex and not fully understood, but what gives each element its unique properties and behaviors. So I guess you could ask a follow-up question of, um, that I don't have enough bourbon in my coffee for this this morning. Yeah. Right. No, <laughs> uh, I, I love, I love this because it's definitely made my job a little bit easier. I don't have to think anymore, which is weird. Um, I don't have to research. Um, I can just have this do it for me, which is, is cool. Like you think about Google, like most people when they're writing or learning something, they're either getting it from books or they're getting it from Google or some other search browser, right? You, but you have to sift through a bunch of fucking bullshit. So give, give you an idea. Um, what is something that sounds really fucking delicious to you, Paul? Right, right now. now right, right now. now. Ooh, ooh. Bacon or steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Um, from McDonald's. Oh, sounds so good right so now. So give me a recipe for homemade steak, egg, and cheese. You said bagel? Bagel sandwich. Why can't I spell right now? I put cheese with a Z. It's because of the, the bourbon. That's how why. do you spell steak? S L E A K. I, I, I wrote it like a steak in the ground. Here's a simple recipe for a homemade steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ingredients one bagel, one to two slices of steak, or enough to cover the bagel, one egg, one slice of cheese, such as American cheddar or Monterey Jack, salt and pepper to taste. Optional lettuce, tomato, onion, and other toppings as desired. It's giving me the instructions right now. I don't have to sift through a fucking storybook about how bagels made you feel as a kid. Uh, you, we all know that, right? Everyone's used the internet to how, get a recipe. How did, how did bagels make you feel as a kid, Connery? How? How? Uh, I don't want to ask that question. <laughs> I don't want to ask. How do you? I was make asking you that bagels <laughs> from scratch. All right. How do you make bagels from scratch? Here it is. Ingredients. One and a half cup of warm water, two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of active dry yeast, four cups of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of salt, one tablespoon of vegetable oil. And then let's, let's get a little bit more complex. Give me a price breakdown in a table format. Once it's done, I, I will do that. That's insanity. So it'll break down how notice much how you it's, spend. Notice how it's getting faster. Less users are using it right now. So it's like fucking flying through it. I'm just sitting here watching this. And this thing is, it's the fastest typing I've ever seen. It's, it's insane. It, it's just flying through these sentences. And he's, he's got a whole, <laughs> oh my God, it's a table breakdown on money. This is insane. It's so fast. And it looks like a person's doing this. Yeah, yeah. No, um, th th this is this is game changing. What is a table breakdown like? Let's see this. Um, Build the bread, milk, eggs, cheese, steak. All prices, and, then, and they're all relevant too, because it's taking relevant prices from grocery well, stores, it and says, convenience stores. The prices in the table are purely uh, fictional and do not reflect the actual prices of these items. Um, but I can say update the pricing with uh, a Florida. Um, at price average. At price average, yeah. Update the pricing. Oh. Here it goes. It doesn't have current pricing. So all of it's kind of based to... Um, but it, it still gives have... you a layout that it, yeah. you could go and get these prices and then just add them in yeah. and automatically update it. Like, that's insane. And honestly, yeah. these aren't far off. Like, the mm -mm. prices really aren't far off. Looking at um, them right now. I mean, I spent that on a fucking... A thing of bagels the other day. Uh, create a five. Uh, what is it? Michelin. Michelin star restaurant. Five course. Five course meal. Five Michelin five star course meal. Oh God. 
Let's see what it does. Michelin five-star course meal. I'm sorry that like the majority of this podcast is definitely all AI, but at the same time, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Um, obviously, more people are on it because it's slow right now. It hasn't even started. It will start eventually. Can you ask it? Um, can you ask it if like if it's got a fail safe or like what if you got it, it got too big? Can you ask it kind of that like first course? Foie gras tureen with fig and port reduction. Second course, truffle and lobster bisque. Third course, pan-seared scallops with black truffle risotto. Fourth course, dry-aged ribeye with Baronese sauce and roasted vegetable. Fifth course, champagne and strawberry sorbet. Sixth course, dark chocolate fond with vanilla bean ice cream. Seventh course, section of artisanal cheese and fresh fruits. Eighth course, holy shit, petite fours and digestives. That's um, this is only an example of a five. Of course, the actual dishes and ingredients used at a Michelin star restaurant may vary. This meal is intended to serve as an example only. But let's follow it up. Give me a uh, um, recipe for each course. Uh, course, as mentioned in my previous uh, five. Um. Probably had to reword that differently, didn't you? Yeah, I'm rewording it. Give me a recipe for course for the for first course using store bought ingredients. Let's see what it says here. Oh, here it is. Here's a simple recipe for four gras terrine with fig import reduction. Ingredients: one jar of four gras petite or a half a cup of liver, a quarter cup of chopped dried figs, cut port wine, chicken broth, one tablespoon, salt and pepper, and then the instructions. That is the coolest fucking thing, and I don't even know what any of this shit is. (laughs) (laughs) But it's giving me the instructions to making it and everything. Like, to give you an idea, influencer, bodybuilders, um, fitness experts uh meal plan experts all these people are now pointless with the with the system right i nutritionists everything like that they're gonna be this is kind they're making it almost obsolete you're not gonna have to talk to these people because this ai is compiling masses massive amounts of data from across the internet and able to do it for you like i that's what i'm saying the scary thing at the most like the top level scary like everyone's terrified of is like yeah it can take over the world but a realistic scary is that this is going to cancel a lot of jobs it's going to absolutely devastate jobs over the next couple years if this keeps growing um so examples explain quantum computing in simple terms got any ideas for a 10 year old's birthday how do i make a http request in javascript but there is limitations so some of the limitations that are listed are uh it may occasionally generate incorrect information remember when i said odin was the like, like god of trickery and yeah all that it chat gbt made that so that may have been off a little bit. Um, he's still kind of tricky. Uh, may occasionally produce harmful instructions or bias content, but it has limited knowledge of the world and events after 2021. Not a bad thing. Um, it's crazy. But I'm saying this thing's going to continuously grow. It's so new. And if it keeps growing at a rate like this, being the largest downloaded thing that, that has grown a million followers in this amount of time, where is it going to be at in five months? 10 months a year like if this thing constantly learns upon itself this is going to be a a tool that can be used to change us forever uh so i said list 10 presidents and their hobbies george washington farming horseback riding john adams writing reading thomas jefferson gardening architecture and then i said uh, give me a bunch um martin van buren uh, his only hobby was politics. Really boring, dude. Uh, so there's 20 presidents. A lot of them enjoy reading, writing, and horseback riding. Um, and there's some fishers in there. Well, it was the fucking 17 and 1800s. There wasn't much to do. List another 10. I apologize, but I'm able to browse the internet and do not have access to a complete list of past presidents and their hobbies. My knowledge is limited to what I'm trained on. Anyways, so it can get complex. Um, I I love this. This is scary at the same time i think 
like you got to think about it like this though on the sense of scariness like people thought the computer and the internet was scary people thought I cell did. phones were scary people thought the fucking automobile was scary now like, looking back into that they were kind of right though yeah no absolutely like <laughs> but the what is scary about this is it the is it is kind of human. Think about it. Humans, since the beginning of time, the one thing that a human has always done is communicate. Even humans that can't speak find a way to communicate, whether that be drawing, uh, hands, uh, hand language, sign language, hand language, um, you know, mouthing, uh, pigeon carriers, the internet, cell phones, uh, mail. All of this shit has been ways of communicating. And now you have a artificial intelligence who's communication skills are better than that of a college professor but it not only can communicate in english it can communicate in any written language any <laughs> wait 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 any language so if i if i asked it right now to yeah. communicate in sanskrit it could uh well what is sanskrit is that a language yeah it's one of the oldest human languages ever thinking let's see what it says i don't know um, if you get a bunch of fucking symbols then it's right that's that's what it is because it's all, almost a form of cuneiform it can also write in emojis <laughs> no it can't so it's you it's it's writing in cuneiform in a sense in, in symbols yeah um like here let's reset it because it is kind of getting slow um write a story about life in sanskrit death and emojis Oh, and in, in emojis. Okay. Let's see what it says. I don't know. Um, I haven't done it yet like this, but let's see if it even registers. You know, it, a lot it's of still early. It's still early in its processes, though. Like you said, this was how old, how many days old is this? Uh, well, I mean, it just was released eight days ago, but this is the third iteration of it. Um, there was so this is chatbot uh, GBT three. There was two other variations before this, but they weren't as advanced as this. Um, they didn't have it didn't have as much knowledge. Uh, oh, here we go. Here, uh, once upon a time, there was a uh, sp sprout uh, sprouting from the ground. It grew and once became a strong and vibrant tree emoji. As the tree grew, it experienced all the joys of life from the warmth of the sun emoji to a gentle breeze. Of it's the doing it. Flow. Yeah, it's writing a story right now using emojis like. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I mean. We've come so far. It really, we really have. This it's does... giving me beginning, middle, end, like Criteria. it's a story. Yeah. Anyways, um, here, let's do this. Let's do this. Write a ending to a podcast um, involving drinking and conspiracy theories. See what it, see what it does, and then we'll use this ending. Um. To close the podcast excited right now i'm excited but in the meantime while it's thinking i really wish they'd update the servers a little bit more to handle the increased users or well, just make it go to paid they just i'll pay for this think it would uh it would probably get this big i mean yeah. or it would handle this well that coffee dude i have to poop yeah yeah me too i, do. I don't know if to go in the fucking hot tub is what i'm about to do I'm shit in the hot tub. What the fuck's not, wrong with you? Not <laughs> shit in the hot tub. I take care of my shit, damn it. Uh, oh, it seems something's gone wrong. Yeah, it's it's overloaded. We'll reload it, give it another try, but I don't know. There's, I think it's too busy right now. Uh, so we'll just end it here, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Drunk Suggestions Podcast. Be sure to find us every single Monday morning, wherever podcasts can be found. Um, that's, that's it on my end. What do you got, Paul? My biggest thing is um, this AI. All right, guys? Mm -hmm why not go go play with it it's just gonna get it bigger um tell us your feedback see what you think um maybe even send us in some what if questions from using this ai we're gonna be able to use all of that and it's literally writing right now yeah it's yeah. literally writing right now as the night comes to a close the group of friends sat around the table empty beer bottles scattered around the conversation had turned to conspiracy theories as it often did when they got together and had a few drinks they had discussed everything from the government cover-ups to alien sightings. As the hours passed, they began to tire and the discussion started to wind down. One of the friends, a self-proclaimed conspiracy theorist, 
uh, proclaimed that they had been drinking a special brew that would open their minds to the truth. I'm drugging all of you. Uh, the others laughed it off, but as they went to bed that night, they couldn't shake the feeling that something strange had happened. In the morning, they woke up with vivid memories of the previous night's conversation and a nagging feeling that they've been privy to some important secret. Despite their doubts, they decided to take the conspiracy theorist at his word and began to investigate the claims they have heard. As they dug deeper, they were shocked to uncover a web of lies and deception that went all the way to the top. <laughs> this is really, like, this is a story it's writing. I think I, I didn't word it right. In the end, they were able to expose the truth and bring those responsible to justice. And as they sat around the table, once again, they raised their glasses to a toast of friendship. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, guys. And the power of uncovering the truth, no matter how bizarre it may seem and i love this episode so fucking much <laughs> so thanks tuning into drug discussions guys we can't do this without you so go on play with this send us in some what ifs uh we love all of your feedback so keep it coming we do this because of you and we're growing so fast we're just trying to grow in america now we're, gro we're growing fast everywhere else so love you guys Peace. Peace.